0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome into another episode of Primetime Titans. The boys uh, are ready to rock and roll this morning. we got a great episode for you. We discuss and get into the 53-man roster with air quotes around it. We've got nine guys on the COVID list, so once some of those guys come back, some of the, uh, the fringe players on the, the current 53-man roster will get cut. So we kind of talk about who we think that might be, some of the surprises. Um, obviously, Des Fitzpatrick not making the team after being a fourth-round pick uh, in our deep wide receiver room. Gets a lot of, lot of talk on the show today. And then we get two callers, two, our first two live callers calling to the show. Our, uh, our, our, our call screener, Adam, did a great job. Uh, he, he wasn't here, but, man, did he do a good job virtually screening those calls. And finally, Pettit puts together a, a pretty fun Titans player trivia game where he lists off different facts about players, and J.G. and I try and guess them. So um, this is our last episode of the Titans offseason. Next week we'll have a, uh, a season preview as we get ready for the Cardinals game week one this weekend. We're off, the NFL season officially starts Thursday, not uh, this upcoming Thursday, but the next Thursday, or I'm sorry, I know it is this upcoming Thursday, a week from tomorrow. We're recording on September 1st, and so in eight days, the NFL season will kick off. Look for a podcast from us, middle of next week sometime, to preview the season, talk about the Cardinals game, and get you guys and gals ready, so without further ado, Ladies and gentlemen, big moment for the primetime Titans as this podcast is sponsored by Walker Financial Management. Derek Henry, as you guys know, is the best running back in the NFL and the engine of our beloved Titans offense. But he would be the first to tell you it takes consistent support from teammates, coaches, trainers, and advisors for him to be the most successful on and off the field. In the same way, small business owners are the engines of their companies and wear lots of hats. Walker Financial Management exists to support owners of small to medium-sized businesses, specifically in regards to bookkeeping. They offer customizable solutions like transaction categorization, that's a tough word to say, categorization, (laughs) monthly financial statement preparation, accounts receivables, and payable management, payroll, CFO services, and more. If you or someone you know is spending too much time, money, or stress on bookkeeping, find peace of mind by visiting www.walkerfm.com to schedule a free consultation with certified bookkeeping professionals today. That's www.walkerfinancialmanagement.com and make sure you tell them the Primetime Titans sent you. Have a great day.
1: All right, here we go. Boys, we're here. Episode 12. We're back. Another morning pod. How we feeling? We got Robert Brown over there. Feeling uh, great. He's uh, readjusted his mic stand. I know that's terrible podcasting, terrible radio, if you will. You can't see us. Who cares? We got... So you're you're feeling great?
0: Feeling great. Got my coffee, courtesy uh, of our host, John Garrett. Thank you, sir. Feeling
2: ready to rock and roll.
1: Yeah, that'll be $18 for your Grande Black Coffee. Uh, we got John Pettit tough. as well with us. It's good
2: tough. morning. How are we feeling? Fantastic. Rocking uh, the stash really well, I see. I uh, until the Titans lose. Until the
1: Titans lose. Oh wow. Okay. So are, you're sticking with that? Maybe. Okay. Well, <laughs> um, Unless he's got a date <laughs> yeah. coming up. Well, I mean, if if it was anything like last year, we started off undefeated for a few weeks, you'd have that for you know a good bit. Cool. Love it. Lock uh,
0: up your daughters, Nashville.
1: Oh pettit has got a coworker who's not even passive aggressive about it. She's just aggressive and says that she just <laughs> hates the mustache.
2: Yeah, she uh, she's a grandma. Um, <laughs> she's actually hilarious. But the other day, she okay, about two weeks ago, she did a calendar invite and basically put all the people in our corner and was like, I think she called it D Day, and she put us all in there and said, John. Shave the mustache or I will. <laughs> and that day came See, uh, just that day came last Thursday and I showed up to work and she had shaving cream and a razor with a note that said, guess what today is? The oh day of reckoning. Oh my. Well, How did you weasel we, your way out of the yeah, day of we asked, reckoning? We went around and asked everybody to vote yes or no. And I won 13 to 8.
1: He okay, well, is maybe. a man of the people. The people yeah. have spoken and they want John Pettit. She was a good sport. Mustache. She wasn't
2: actually being like rude or anything. She was actually being hilarious. It was a good time.
1: That's good. That's you just you need coworkers like that. They can they can tease you a little bit, but they're also they're not going to go too far. Yeah. So uh, we're going to get into it. The fifty three man roster is set, but kind of because we got nine guys on the COVID list. So uh, we definitely will discuss the people we've dropped. We'll discuss. You know, I mean. We got five people on the COVID list, five out of nine, that are like, they are for sure making the team. The only one potentially, I'm including Jeff Swain in that, Uh, Ryan Tannehill, Nate Davis, Ben Jones, Harold Landry, and Jeff Swain. So, I don't know. I mean, I think that it's going to be very interesting to see what happens. We got J-Rob and Vrabel. You know, they're pulling their mind games, like we talked about last episode. Robert had that conspiracy of, Maybe Racy McMath not being shown as much he then went on the reserve list. you know, who knows what's going to happen here but what are we what are we thinking with uh, you know are we thinking with the COVID list it's really going to shake things up and we're going to lose some guys that maybe thought they originally made the team? Well what's interesting
0: is a lot of the teams around the NFL are making their cuts. Oh, Adam, is this our first uh, our first call Adam? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, it looks like it is. All right, uh, can we pause real yeah, quick? We, hey, Adam says we got a call. This episode we're going
1: to have call we're going to have calls here and there, so just go for it. Put them on speaker.
0: All right, we're going we're going to screen the call real quick. Welcome into uh Primetime Titans. You're on live. Hey, this is uh, Tony Myers, long-time listener, first-time caller. Hey, long time 1st time Let's hear it. What do we think about the
2: releases yesterday? You think they should have let that Dez guy go? We, we got him in the fourth round. We traded up for him.
1: Man, think? that man. is perfect timing. We Tony, actually were talking about the drops. Thanks for the call, man. We will. We will uh, do you, you want to hang up and
0: listen, or do you, wanna, you want a little dialogue with hang, the boys? I'm
2: going to hang up and listen, and then I want to know about what y'all think about the backup quarterback
1: duel. I like both of them. Wow, Two Tony Myers questions. coming with some tough questions. Room? We appreciate the call, long time, first time, love it. Hey, you have you have a great Titan Day. Hey, a hey, prime Tony. time Titan. A day. prime time Titan, Titan Day. Time.
2: Oh man, they don't call me Prime Time Tony for nothing.
0: Oh. <laughs> Primetime <Tony. laughs> Prime Time Tony. Prime Time Tony. and
1: Time
2: Tony and Prime Time
0: Tony. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Unbelievable! <Yeah>. Unbelievable! <laughs> Y'all have a prime time tight day, too. <laughs> you got it, prime time Tony. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, there oh, you have man. it. And oh, yes, that was,
1: that was perfect timing right there. And
0: yes, we do have a phone screener. His name is Adam. <laughs> He's off today. He did not do his job very well.
1: <laughs> Clearly. I mean, we I, I'm down to get right into what his question was. We kind of what, what were you? You were saying something. Right, as he called.
0: I was saying something, but I got so hot and bothered by our first call in.
2: I'll, uh, I'll I'll start. Des Fitzpatrick. Everything I saw in practices and games, he was pretty terrible. I like. I sent JG a video, a practice video, is every wide receiver running basic slant, and like. Very, I don't even like, I'm not a scout by any means, but very, very clearly Des Fitzpatrick looked like the worst one. And I didn't even know his Des. I was like, who's number 80 yeah. or he's 80, right? No, he was, he was number, number, 10, 10. Yeah. number 10. And I was like, hey, that guy looks horrible.
1: Yeah. I think the, the
2: thing about it, he looks slow and like upright when he ran, didn't cut very hard. The
1: thing that stinks is the fact that we, and I know this is no secret to most of y'all, but we traded up to get him and we talked about it in the draft episode when we, uh, when we covered all the draft picks. And granted, getting Julio Jones, like that is kind of, you know, really Julio Jones and the rest of our receiver depth, it was actually better than we thought it was to where maybe it wasn't as big of a, a need in the draft that we thought. But the fact that we traded up to get him, second round, we've, we've discussed it before, second round we could have gone with someone like Terrace Marshall, Wide receiver from LSU who is supposedly killing it at the Panthers, Uh, potential sleeper option in fantasy there for all you fantasy listeners. Um, But yeah, I so we J Rob he he's not trying to cover it either. Like he he that we dropped him so clearly he's realizing maybe was a mistake to trade up for him. I had someone show me shout out Ryan Finerty. The Panthers got the. 126, 166, and 232. They got three picks out of us trading up to get Des Des Fitzpatrick. So to me... Yeah, we only
0: moved up 17 spots.
1: Yeah. And so to me, it was a little... I don't know. I remember when I was watching the draft, I was like, who the heck? Why did Mm -hmm. we just do that?
2: Well, the one thing I'll say is with J-Rob that is kind of nice, though, is when he does make a mistake with getting a player, like, Des Fitzpatrick, Vic Beasley, even kind of Isaiah Wilson, maybe even Clown, like guys like that where he recognizes that it's a mistake. He's not afraid to just cut his losses. Yeah. So, like, and he does take risks. So it's like he took a risk there and he has hit on guys like that before. So it kind of, it's kind of like the pros and cons of it. You know what I mean? Like, if we look at it where he just messed up on Isaiah Wilson and Des Fitzpatrick, it's like, well, you're not doing very good, but then yeah. if you look at the guys he has hit on and price take, take and risks just the on the roster like, overall, as he's a done whole. a very good job. And he so far, this has this has been a pretty good draft, I would say. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to definitely say that, but I don't know. I'm going to just say that I respect the fact that he cut his losses on him because if he would have held on to him, that would have been way worse. Yeah, yeah right? we
1: could have. Yeah,
0: yeah. I think that's the main story that I take away is, and we've seen it before. John Robinson. He's not afraid to admit his mistakes, right? Not just like go out and publicly say, hey, I made a mistake. He takes action and he says, Des Patrick, I spent a fourth-round pick on him. A lot of GMs probably wouldn't be able to swallow their pride and they would keep him on the, on the 53-man roster and cut a guy like Marcus Johnson who could actually help the team more. But J-Rob gets these guys in and he says, literally the best players are going to play. I don't care what position you're drafted. Maybe, you know, for some first-round picks – you let them stay stick around a little bit longer, but look at Isaiah Wilson. We cut him after a year. Yeah. So um, I think that sends a great message to the rest of the team. It, does it suck that we lost some draft capital? I, I think it does, but those those guys are crapshoots anyway. I mean, the fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh round, you have no idea if they're going to pan out. And sometimes you got to trust your scout. You got to say, "I like this guy." Move up to take a chance on him, but. If he's going to take a roster spot up on a team that I think has a chance to win the Super Bowl, he makes us worse. And mm. so go ahead and cut him and get get the best guy available to take that spot, maybe a guy like Chester Rogers who's going to help you in punt return, Marcus Johnson, who seems to be a, a pretty good wide receiver. And then the other thing that, that people don't really remember is we didn't have Julio Jones at the time we made yeah. that trade up. That's so huge, honestly. That's a, that that could be the roster spot. We basically traded – Des Fitzpatrick for for Julio.
1: If we had if we had not gotten Julio Jones, I know for myself I would have I would be very I would be like insanely pissed right now. I don't know about y'all. Like if, if we had not gotten Julio Jones, well, do you feel like you would be you know, I wouldn't or,
2: if now that we know Travis Fulgham is a free agent. Yeah.
1: Well so okay, that's another <laughs> thing. That's a good point. Like
2: Eagles uh wide Tra- receiver, he Travis, was an undrafted guy yeah. last year and had He stepped in and did five or six games where he was pretty. Yeah, and that's the
1: thing. Like the receiver position overall in the NFL is deep to where, you know, we were thinking that if Des Fitzpatrick is released and goes through waivers, he's going to be claimed by someone. We don't know that. Like he could definitely be in, like end up back on our practice squad, which that would help a little bit with, you know, the draft pick because technically he would still be you know, under our rights, if you will. And I think that'd be great if that's the case. But, dude, I don't know. It's just, I I guess I'm going to get a little spin zone right here. Spin zone, because J-Rob has done pretty well with later round picks, we expect him to do well with every late round pick. Yeah. You know, so, like, wasn't David Long a fifth-round pick? Yep. yep. Wasn't Amani Hooker a fourth-round pick? Mm-hmm. Rashad, Rashad Weaver. Rashad Weaver is a fourth-round yep. Like, Elijah Molden was late third-round with with a compensation pick. I know that's not super late, but, you know, I mean... Still, it gets a good point. Yeah, so, like, I think the whole discussion, I definitely... I've definitely been a little frustrated with J-Rob. And, you know, the Rashad Weaver incident, you know, right after, the, the, literally the Monday after the draft, the whole incident with him, and it was almost like we didn't do a background check. That just added on to the, you know, my frustration with John Robinson. And, um, and when I say frustration, I mean, you know, just in terms of hitting and not hitting on some players in the draft, because, I don't know, I feel like with GMs, it's easy to pick out, um, like you said, Pettit, like you said, just pick out the bad ones and the bad apples and stuff. But I mean, the things that he's been doing, you think about it, the, the trade he made for Tannehill, t- you know, finding A.J. Brown in the second round, going for Derrick Henry in the second round, not caring what anyone said about him coming out of college. So many things. He also
2: things. Uh, traded uh L. Green Beckham. Yeah. Those were his first For Dennis Kelly. Dennis Kelly, yeah. Getting, signing is-
1: Ben Jones, like getting signing Roger Saffold. Um, ben there Jones has been—he's been,
2: been a true titan since he's been here. And
1: I mean, think about the undrafted guys. You know, uh, Mackay Sargent this year could definitely potentially make he the also, team. Uh, he did make the
2: team. He also he signed, did make the team. Yeah, he also signed um, Morgan Cox this year.
0: Yep, great pick. Maybe his BFL. best edition. Long snapper Some, appreciation yeah. podcast for you, first time slated. listeners.
2: He's he might be the best guy we have on the team.
0: <laughs> but I, I don't know. I don't know. At uh, the end of the day, we are not going to win any more games or lose any more games because Des Fitzpatrick was or was not on our team. He just wasn't ready. All right, if you want to criticize the draft pick, criticize the draft pick. But he was like the f- – if he made the team, he was probably going to be on and off the practice squad all year. Yeah. I mean, it, so – and to say that the guy's not going to get another opportunity somewhere else or have a chance to come back to our practice squad and develop, I mean, that's probably – that's incorrect. So they yeah. could have looked around the league and, and seen some of the receivers available – and decided, you know what, it, it's going to be pretty easy for us to get Dez on the on the practice squad. We'll see how that plays out. I know they... Do you
1: think... Okay, question with that. Do you think that, say, they didn't see, um, like, do you think that was a, a, that serious of a consideration to where, say, they looked at who all was probably going to be released and go through waivers at receiver? Yeah, I'm say sure... Say they thought he wouldn't be able to come back to the practice squad. Do you think we still would have cut him?
0: I, I have no idea I but we, I know I I'm sure would've. they have they have scouts would've. looking at all of these fringe guys on all these teams saying these guys are probably going to be released this is who they're going to keep and they're making their own projections for the other 31 teams. We kept 7 receivers. Now that could change with our covid guys coming we back. We
1: got Rayson McMath still on the covid list. Yeah. And but he's
0: not even games. one of the 7. He's the 8th. I was shocked Cam Batson made it over uh Mason Kinsey. Yep. But the coaches have loved Cam Batson from the beginning. He's nice, always yeah. He's always been the workout warrior of the summer. I just have yet to see it in a regular season game where I'm impressed by Cam well, Batson.
1: He's, he's definitely ha- – I feel like when the Humphreys was hurt last year, he kind of stepped up. Yeah, but I always it'd cringe like when he goes like, to
0: catch the football because I don't think he's going to catch it.
1: It'd be like Khalif Raymond versus Cam Batson each game. I, even, I thought Khalif Raymond was a lot better than Cam Batson. Yeah, but I, I would – I would agree. But I don't think – is well. Khalif
0: Raymond on a team right now? I, mean, I he was think he's 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 on the Lions.
1: I don't know if he got cut or not, but I would think that he made it.
0: Nick Westbrook-Akeen, you know, they say he's our best gunner. Um, I must really factor it it in. It has us. to because I haven't seen – I've never been impressed with him as a wide receiver. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then Marcus Johnson is supposed to be – but his big thing is he can't stay healthy. Every yeah. every, every, every year he's been hurt. Chester Rogers obviously won the punt return battle. Got to keep him on the team.
1: I think out of all those, Marcus Johnson and Chester Rogers are like yeah. my favorite of the wide receiver three in and down.
0: But Mike Herndon at Mike, Mike, at Mike miracles on Twitter had I think follow. the best tweet, uh, probably the best Titans follow um, in terms of analysis out there is these, yeah, we're all arguing about it guys who are just going to give high fives to AJ Brown and Julio the all year. So like, <laughs> At the end of the day, this doesn't mean anything. It's
2: true.
1: Uh, just, yeah. I let's mean, uh, let's move on has. to yeah. the quarterback. Uh, back yeah, up, quarterback, the quarterback battle question. Yeah. So I think the thing that's big to consider here, I think that Barkley and Woodside both were not released yesterday, and I think that's because obviously Tannehill yeah. is on the COVID list, but there's also others too. Do we think like who do we think makes the team? I, I don't think we're keeping three quarterbacks. No, I, I think
0: you cut one of them when you bring Tannehill back. Okay. And then, and here's it? the other thing, that a point I was going to make earlier really quick. Because we have eight... Is it eight or nine guys on the COVID list nine. right now? Nine. Yeah, All these teams are making their cuts, and they're making their pickups right now. A lot of their rosters are going to be set. Pretty much. I mean, it's always fluid, but it's they're going to be relatively set. They're making decisions.
1: I think the waiver claim period is like this afternoon. Yeah,
0: and so we'll see a bunch of guys like get ends. picked up. Yeah. And then... Uh, Let's say over the weekend, our guys come back from COVID. Then we can make decisions. And teams have already picked up players; they've already made their decisions. So they either they either have to wait to make some of their decisions, and you know potentially um, see who we cut, or we get to we get to cut guys and bring them right onto the practice squad after a day on the waiver period because kind of the the timing works out better for us. Yeah. But to your point, I think we cut back Barkley.
1: I have a good, I have a good little. uh, What's what's more likely? What's more likely if we drop Logan Woodside that he's immediately picked up by the Falcons because Arthur Smith knows him, and AJ McCarron tore his ACL, who is going to be their backup, or Matt Barkley is dropped and some random team takes a chance on him because he's you know journeyman backup quarterback. What do you think's more likely?
2: I mean, Matt Barkley getting picked up by any team, I think, is a little bit more likely. But I do think Woodside won the backup battle. I, I mean, based on preseason play, yeah. he seemed like yeah, a quarterback. Yeah, we hadn't even talked that. He had more play. He he seemed solid. I, I actually was pretty impressed I was overall too. with him, too. I'm like, if he had to come in for Tannehill for a game, I would be, like, obviously significantly more nervous. <laughs> But with Derrick Henry and Logan Woodside, I think we could squeak out a. W. Yeah,
0: I was going to say the same exact thing, Pettit. He, I, I'm not as worried about our backup position as I as I was heading into the season after watching the way he has handled himself and, and thrown the football.
1: When so. think about it too, think about remember uh, a few years ago. I think it was two years ago when Mariota. This is before. I don't think we even had Tannehill yet. So this is like maybe three years ago, but. Remember that game? Mariota got hurt the first game. And which, which one? It was. Uh, <laughs> it I can't remember. So yeah, I, I can't remember which game he got hurt in. But we played the Texans the next week, and Blaine Gabbert was our quarterback. Yeah, and we ended up winning because, like Vrabel, and they just called a brilliant game. That that was the fake that punt. That was the fake punt. Kevin Byer to Dane Crookshank, mm-hmm. who Crookshank somehow made the fifty-three man. We have again.
0: thirteen
1: secondary players on the roster oh, right now. Oh my. 13. My gosh. Well, so back to the point though like, you never know whenever the game plan. I, I just feel like Mike Vrabel is one of, honestly, one of the best coaches in the league in terms of the, just the, the adapting overall on what adapting players he has. game plan. Yeah, like with the whole COVID situation last year against the Bills. So, yeah, I would agree that I would think Logan Woodside won the quarterback, backup quarterback battle. Really, up until the Bears game, though, Barkley, I thought, was better or at least going to be the backup. And then Woodside did way better. Yeah, beat
0: him out. There's a theme. I'm noticing a theme with Vrabel over the last however many years. He's been with the team now five years. He loves to promote from within, number one. Mm -hmm. And he loves to develop guys and, in a sense, kind of promote players from within. He would rather draft a guy, develop them for two or three years, and then if it's close with the guy they just brought in, like Matt Barkley, give the nod to the guy that they've had in their building and they've developed. And I think that's a that does a lot for culture and morale in the locker room.
1: Outlier Des Fitzpatrick because sure. that, I think on that one, we just we but, had better better people at receiver. Well, there's but a handful we of outliers. Nick, you... Nick yeah,
0: Westbrook-Ikeen, yeah. a guy who's been here for a while. Cam, Cam Batson, a yeah. guy who's been here for a while. Definitely. You know, Josh Reynolds, Julio new. We signed them off the street, but we had Marcus Johnson, on our practice squad last year.
1: Touche there. So, I mean, it's not
0: like we went out and got Travis Fulgham off the waivers and then cut somebody and said, Hey, we're ready with to roll with a guy who we've been, who's been here for a day.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. So thank you. Primetime Tony, uh, for, uh, for hitting us up. Absolutely. uh,
0: Some would say our biggest fan.
1: Long time, Tony, long time, Tony. (laughs) Hey, for everyone, not only Tony, everyone have a primetime Titan day. I just I love that right there. Let's let's get going. So okay, real next. quick,
0: a guy I want to touch on, okay. or maybe you're about to bring him up, but Mason Kinsey. If we're talking about receivers,
1: okay, no, we did not. I I wasn't. I honestly <laughs> forgot. I, honestly I, don't uh, I don't know why I'm not bringing him. I don't know why I'm not bringing him up. I was the one that was vouching for him last episode.
0: I'm not a ton to say. Hope he makes the practice squad and gets an opportunity, but does he not scream Patriots? White slot receiver, Julian Edelman, Wes yeah. Welker, Adam Humphreys.
1: I, that's what I, I was saying that last episode. Like, like What I, what, what else does it. the guy need to do? I don't know. Uh, not be behind other seven capable receivers. Seriously. I mean, <laughs> we
0: probably have the best wide receiver room in the NFL.
1: Love that. Love to hear that.
0: Yeah, I mean... Never heard that before out of a Titans fan's I, mouth.
2: Never. Uh, you normally have had, one receiver, and then you're the, like, the rest is like... No, nah, ah. dude.
1: One year we had... Rashard Matthews, Eric Decker, and, <laughs> I mean, and Corey Davis rookie. Come on, dude. <laughs> um, okay, and Rashard so,
2: Matthews, I, I was a fan until his tobacco leaving.
1: Yeah. Uh, another last thing: McNichols, Jeremy McNichols at running back. He's on the COVID list. Mackay Sargent, our boy mm. undrafted free agent, he's on it. What's going to happen? is He's on the, Ross, on the roster. Mackay Sargent's on the roster. McNichols on is, the COVID list. Is McNichols going to be just you know activated from COVID list sent? it like
0: who knows, man? Maybe we're using this Sargent COVID list again. We're just a step ahead of the rest of the league. We're using this COVID list. We're like, okay, Rabel tested positive. McNichols, go stand within five feet of Rabel, <laughs> and then you're going on the COVID list, and then we can keep you. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs>
1: um. Yeah. So, uh, that's that's hilarious. Um. Okay. So with that, we're gonna get into uh, a little. A Little trivia from Pettit. He's got a little game for us. Wait, we actually got we got a, we got another caller. Sorry. Um, like what? Adam is it? <laughs> <he's>, is that? <laughs> he oh, said lines. He wasn't here. <laughs> lines are
0: busy. All right. Oh yeah, he's he's working right. virtual today.
1: We got a, We have a. Um, we have a caller in. Who we got? Here, who do we have here? Hey, this is um, this is Anna Glenn. Oh, a recurring guest. Oh,
0: second time, long time. She's
1: been on before, if you remember her from the, the uh, episode where we talked about Julio Jones before we got him. Um, how you doing this fine morning? You, ha- you having a primetime Titan day already? Primetime Titan day here in the ATL, yep. Love it. So what do you got for us? So I actually have two questions. One on behalf of me, one on behalf of my friend Maddie.
0: Okay. Um, hey, question, Maddie.
1: Titans game next Sunday against the Cardinals. Wow, what a, what a moment. And, yes, you want to know what to expect uh, from the environment, what to expect from the game, and just, like, what to look forward to. Love that question. Um, would you – is this something y'all, you all you want to hear what we're saying or, or we can address after the call? <laughs> uh, yeah, we can address that after the call. All right, sounds good. Let's hear your question. <laughs> okay, so my question is uh, Cam Newton, cut from the Patriots. Uh, do the Titans go after that? Interesting. That was an interesting thing that he got dropped from the Patriots yesterday.
0: I got a quick answer if we want to address that right away.
1: Anna Glenn, are you ready to hear the honest truth from Robert?
0: Sorry. Hell no. <laughs> oh,
1: no. <laughs> no. He's an Auburn fan, too.
0: I'm a Cam Newton fan.
1: Yeah. Um well, okay, Anna Glenn, recurring guest, thank you so much for the call.
0: That might have been a little bit of uh, a rash, <laughs> aggressive answer there, Anna Glenn. <laughs> yeah,
1: I did get some, I didn't get very much a bite on my questions, so that's okay. good. <laughs> no, we'll, we'll get, no, I, I honestly, I love And there we go, we answered a question. <laughs> I love, I love the questions, and I'm excited to answer them, and we will, uh, we'll get to those, really appreciate the call, Anna Glenn. Anna Glenn, do you think we should get Cam Newton? Anna Glenn, do you think we should get Cam Newton? Yeah. She's in. A little, I, a li- I don't know anymore. <laughs> I got you. Well, we're going to let you go, and we're going to get to these questions. Okay, bye. All right, bye. Okay. okay, so Cam Newton question real quick.
0: Maybe I should be a little bit kinder to our callers. They maybe, <laughs> maybe not maybe calling maybe in again should.
1: anymore. <laughs> I think
2: with Cam Newton, I don't – a weird situation with Cam Newton is that people remember last year he signed like – an eight hundred thousand dollar contract with the Patriots for a one year deal. Coming into this year, the Titans signed him for a one year deal for like fifteen million dollars. So I don't Who? really the Patriots. Signed Cam for fifteen? They signed him for over ten million dollars. This, this year? I think yeah. it was less. I think it was I, It was less only than like one
1: point five guaranteed or something. It no. was like a two million dollar signing bonus though.
2: I could have sworn I remember seeing it and I was like, Whoa, that's a huge yeah. jump. One point
0: okay. seven five. Wow, I totally <laughs> Maybe just Multiply that by 10. Off. You added speed another zero off. in your head or something.
2: <laughs> All right, well, sorry. He still got paid significantly more, and I remember being shocked that they even paid him that much based on what we took last year. Um, Six million in bonuses if he made the playoffs as the starter. I just don't see us getting Damn. him. I just think Woodside is a more um, consistent guy that we already know and know what yeah. we're going to get from him. I think Cam Newton would be such a wild card coming in. He's such, a, probably, big, okay, here's he's such the, a big personality. Here's
1: the thing that is the reason why I think we don't really even take a chance on him. He, I think from, and I'm not, I, have, I don't know for certain, but I'm pretty sure this is the case. I don't think he's vaccinated. So the whole issue with him not being vaccinated, I think the Patriots were like, we know what we have in mac Jones we're not going to deal with him he's not vaccinated he's probably going to cause issues later in the year let's get rid of that and and so I just don't i think that in that case and that's a serious thing to think about because he could potentially cause an outbreak in the within the team and cause some issues throughout the year that's the quarterback room yeah. you know so i don't i think that's why we we ultimately won't take a chance on him but I mean, you can't you can't lie. Also, how insane would it be to just have a package would where you fun. put Cam Newton in goal line and just triple option him and or Derrick Henry both read option top. him and Derrick Henry.
0: So you are not actually completely wrong, Pettit. I did a little bit more research while you guys were talking. Yep, that's me. The uh, <laughs> this is where you get the whole like the Adam Schefters and the Ian reports of the world. They announce the contracts. And a lot of times it's the agents speaking through them and trying to report the max value of the deal. So Adam Schefter back in March reported one-year deal for $14 million. Cam Newton to the New England Patriots. I
2: knew I had a large number in there somewhere. But
0: then you go and break the contract down. It's a $1.75 million base salary, $2 million signing bonus guaranteed. All right, and then if he's... On the roster for the whole year, he gets another $1.5 million. If he, the Patriots go to the playoffs, if he makes the Pro Bowl, if he's All-Pro, if he's the MVP, and if he's a Super Bowl MVP, he can make up to $9 million in bonuses. So wow. that's where you get the $14 million, but it's really like a $1.75 million salary and a $2 million bonus. So gotcha, gotcha. that's where sometimes you got to be. We got to be careful. Like, okay, who's reporting it? Who's the source? What are they trying to trying to do? Because the agents are like, oh, report this contract, so these other players see how much money I'm getting, Cam Newton, so they want to sign with me. But anyway,
1: yeah. so yeah, I don't. But, I don't think we'll. Patty, what were you one say? last
2: thing I'll say about Cam Newton is, from Cam Newton's perspective, is he might not jump on the first opportunity that comes his way. Yeah, if he's smart, least, he might wait a few weeks maybe even a month two months and wait till a team needs him to start Yeah,
1: one team that's already been mentioned potentially is uh, the cowboys cuz currently they have Ben Gucci Denucci no they cut America. him they cut oh, him they, cut they, him. Cut they got him?
0: Cooper Rush now
1: oh my gosh well, but still. yeah
0: i think listen cam newton is not the cam newton that won the mvp in 2015 that's true. i mean
1: he can still rush though he can but and that's why i think it it's he had some throws last year that were think about.
0: truly pitiful yeah I just and he's such a big personality. He is not a backup quarterback I in the NFL. Yeah. He is a guy who's going to come in and start. I just he does not seem like a Titans guy. He doesn't seem like a guy who's going to be good for the locker room. Yeah. Not that he's a bad locker room presence, but when you're such a big personality on our football team, you you don't end up how many huge dominant personalities do we have in our locker room? Yeah. Like I, maybe yeah. Lawan, but he's ultimately a team first guy, you mm-hmm. know.
1: Yeah. So yeah, I don't think Titans are going to go after Cam Newton. I think like I said the main thing is the whole vaccination status that could definitely be something to consider.
2: Morgan Cox is a big personality. That's true. We, we got to
1: address one more question though. We got our friend Maddie over here. Uh shout out Maddie Ross. We got she's going to her first Titans game against the Cardinals next Sunday, which incredible that it's next Sunday. Well, two Ooh. Sundays, but what what is she what is she gonna expect? What is what has she got to look for? How we how we feeling? it's I'm I think it's gonna be a really fun first game for her to go to.
2: I uh I think it'll also be a very fun first game, but the advice I would give is to lower your expectations. Oh no. Of an NFL stadium. <laughs> <laughs> Compared to like a college stadium? Yeah, college stadium or even like, you know, yeah, some it's other, not. Like she went to Georgia. It's
1: no, it's no Athens. It's no. It's San going to be
2: fun, stadium. but you know you might be sitting sit down majority of the game. You know what I mean. <laughs> uh, they've they've up their up their game a little bit. Yes. With some more fun. Yes, they have more fun uh, environment at the stadium. I'll tell you. I'll tell you one thing. But overall, for I'll tell you one thing for her to low. expect.
1: I'll tell you one thing for her to expect: a seventy plus yard touchdown run. From the king himself. Wow. Love Derek that. Henry. Love 70 that. plus. 70 plus, baby. We're starting off the year. Not 65. Byron, coming off hot. Yeah, if it's like a 68-yard touchdown, I'm going to be furious. <laughs> Just give me two more yards. Here's,
0: uh, here's a couple of new policies she should know. Oh, all right, very informative. Here. If you're <laughs> carrying around cash in your pocket or gift cards, Nissan Stadium will not accept that this year. Cash. We're a cashless NFL team mobile what? payment only, or credit cards. Uh, that includes all vendors, concession stands, bars, parking, and retail. And uh, they do have cash conversion box offices inside the stadium. Mm, so Interesting. Uh,
1: well, I guess cash is king. We already got one king there, so we're not letting that's the true. other king.
0: That's true. The other thing...
1: <laughs> that was hilarious.
0: The other policy over <laughs> is uh, this, this may not be a new policy, but... Clear bags only. Clear bags only. No. Oh, yeah. uh, yep. No. No. I'm sure. Tinted I, bags. I, think <laughs> I think that's the thing. I think that's thing
1: in college nope. stadiums. I think so. No purses that might nope. not be. Like that.
0: Alcohol sales stop 30 minutes before uh, the third quarter ends, hmm. or 30 minutes before the game ends, or the end of the third quarter. Oh, okay. Sorry. Gotcha. Uh, I'm trying to see if there's any more. Isn't it called What's uh, the mask policies? policy?
1: What's the mask policy?
0: Um, let's Is it see. if you show your
1: vaccination status? Face
0: coverings are not required at Nissan Stadium, wow. though encouraged. Wow. So Titans are encouraging you, Matty Ross, if you are not vaccinated, to wear a mask. But safe. they are not going to wow. force you to show your vaccination card or I don't think check. They're not going to have people going around and checking, surely. I don't know. Yeah. You let us know.
1: Well, I think it's going to be a really fun game. It's kicking off the uh, potential Super Bowl season, if that. If if you'll let me, if you'll let me say that, <laughs> absolutely. Um, but yeah, so we're we'll actually thank you, Anna Glenn. Thank you so much for the call, recurring guest Anna Glenn. If you haven't listened to the episode where we talked about Julio Jones with her, she gives a little um, back, you know, inside story sort of with Rhett Bryan, Coach Mack, and some of those people after working with uh, Titans Radio. Let's get back to Pettit's trivia, though. So explain what you're doing here and explain why I'm about to beat Robert at this.
2: All right, all right. Here's the game. (laughs) It's Robert versus JG. Let's go. An absolute battle right here. How the game's going to work is I'm going to start describing a player, giving uh, background information, random facts, all that, trying not to give up too much. Slowly the hints will get broader and broader and you'll understand who it is. Mm -hmm. Uh, You guys each will have one guess. You guys will each have let's let's say you guys each get two guests, guesses. And if you don't get it in those two guesses, you have to wait till the other person guesses before you can guess again. So okay. we yeah, we and we switch So you guys off. aren't just naming players the whole time.
1: And we switch off. Okay.
2: Um yeah, so how it's going to work is I'm I first one to 3 wins. Okay? All right.
0: Are these only Titans players? These are only Historical? current Titans players. Oh, current. current. They are they on the fifty three man roster to as of Dang. today?
1: Yes. I only studied Titans that are not on the current roster. <laughs>
2: that's that's poor research on your part. Then they're just God. not they're they're just not Titans.
1: I'm an idiot.
2: <laughs> All right, let's get this started. <laughs> and just raise your hand or something when you gotta
1: guess. Absolutely. Oh, so it's it like out. whoever whoever does it first gets, gets the two it first guesses.
2: No, we okay. just shout it out. Just shout it out. Yep, sure. Great. <laughs> All right. Player one. Get ready. Monty a- Hooker. At age
0: seven, dang it, I got one guess. now. He
2: was hit by a car oh. and had a serious head and arm injury.
0: Next question. Yeah. Next clue.
2: He's from Cincinnati. Oh. Went to Winton Woods High. Next clue. His father was a heavyweight boxer.
0: <laughs> Next clue.
2: He was a three star recruit. He basically didn't play in college until his redshirt junior year. And during his career, or sorry, in that season alone, he had a 111 tackles, nine tackles for a loss, and eight sacks.
1: I got a guess. Let's hear it. Monty Rice? Nope. Brick. so right. I only have one more guess? I got my second guess. He played against guess.
2: the Vols and won. Big time. He only played the Vols one time. Oh,
0: no, I got it. No, it's my turn. Not an SEC team. Dang it. Oh, okay. That's actually huge. Um Jayon Brown.
1: No. No, he's from I I was thinking he's from California. Keep going. Oh, he was
2: yeah. Big Twelve Defensive Player of the Year. Oh. His shoot. Red Shirt Junior. Year.
1: Big twelve defensive player of the year.
2: Danico Autry. Nope. Dang it. All right, who is it? That's two guesses each for well, us. Well, no,
1: no. Keep going. Keep do you have more?
2: Well, I need someone to get it. No, that's actually all. That <laughs> that's all you have? This we, is okay. great Let's content. Uh,
1: Rashad Weaver.
2: Nope. I will give you another hint. Defensive player, obviously. Oh, God. <laughs> He's say, Big 12. Rashad uh, Weaver's Pittsburgh. We have mentioned him on the podcast before.
1: Robert, uh, you're up. Yeah, I'm, try guess. I'm
0: trying to think of all of our Big 12 oh, guys on the D-line.
1: I don't think it's D-line. Is it D-line?
0: No. It's out. Is it linebacker? Maybe. (laughs) Um,
1: Who's the other linebacker?
0: It's not him. He's not in the Big 12. No, I know.
1: That's – I thought it was Monty Rice. It's obviously not Jayon Brown. It's not Rashawn Evans. Who is another linebacker? I don't know. I can't think (laughs) of another linebacker.
0: Like I said, we are providing (laughs) great content, JG. This is a great question, and we are dropping the ball. This
2: is a, a player that you guys all know very well. Um
0: Oh, David Long. Oh, my God. David gosh, Long Jr. I'm an idiot.
2: One point Why do we not to, to Robert. David Long. David Long Jr. I don't know if either
0: of us deserved a point after that <laughs> showing. That was right, get, get, poor get effort
2: there. A, I'm, I'm going to get this one. <clears throat> All right, player two. I have less notes on this guy, but some. Hometown, Brooklyn Center, Minnesota.
0: I don't know if I'm going to get any player based on their hometown. Except, like you said, maybe Mississippi for Jeffrey Simmons or something like that. I don't expect
2: you guys to get it, but uh, Park Center Senior High, three star recruit. Um, College, he had 125 tackles, six interceptions, one sack, and a TD. He skipped his senior year, and he didn't even start until his junior year.
0: Amani Hooker.
2: Yep. Correct. Boom! That's how we do it. Went to Iowa and first team, all Big (laughs) Ten. Dude, I knew, Second team all I knew it.
0: I knew it at two Minnesota. <laughs>
2: huh? Oh, yeah. I knew it at his high school. I'm just kidding. <laughs>
1: <clears throat> all right, all next right. player. Let's go. Player
2: three. He is from Malapin Township, New Jersey. He's Jewish. Ooh. Ben Jones. Nope. He played point guard in high school where he <laughs> averaged 21 <laughs> points. He averaged twenty-one points a game and Thinking eight assists a Thinking of Ben Jones playing point guard is incredible. <laughs> he actually—wait, how many assists? He averaged twenty-one points a game and eight assists a game. Okay, that's huge for. Who he I'm played I guess. for Team USA, eighteen and under team in basketball. Yes, Mercy. Who is this he man? Didn't play football until sophomore year of high school.
1: He was a point guard.
2: He this set a- school records, and I'm not going to tell you what the records are.
1: Why that
0: give it away?
2: Uh, and he was offensive <laughs> player of the year his senior year in basketball or, in, or football. In football,
1: offensive player of the year
2: for what? His like his Marcus Johnson. High school? school. No, nope. in college he went to Harvard. Oh, Anthony Ferguson! Oh my god! Boom! <laughs> Let's go three for three. He was actually <laughs> recruited to play basketball and football.
0: Dead freaking. He young. was all
2: Ivy League in football. Um, he actually got a degree in applied mathematics. Dang Smart guy. He played for the Jets, Chiefs, and now the Titans. Sources inside the Titans locker room
0: tell us that Anthony Ferkser has completely punted on trying to figure out how to be a good blocker and just said, I'm <laughs> going to go be a third down uh, third down tight end. Figure it out. Well, he was wide receiver in college. Well, he at least he knows his role. At, it. at least he knows he's his role. But that's why he's not officially our starter. He's just our third down guy. And Jeff Swaim, right, when he gets well, back from COVID, is our starter.
2: Let's see if Robert can get all five. <laughs> <laughs> let's rip these off. All right, player number four, four-star recruit out of high school. He played football and baseball. Was in AJ Brown. Uh, yep. He played in the he Under Armour All American. He's keep the going. second player ever. <laughs> To play in the Under Armour All American Football and Baseball game, an absolute embarrassing. Well, the
1: first one was Kyler Murray.
0: I By knew he's he's a really good baseball player. Yep. AJ played for
1: the Padres. I'm gonna look myself forward in the mirror. He played after this. This is brutal. freshman,
2: sophomore, and junior year. He played for the Padres. How about that? And he basically that kind of what got him into football because he wasn't eligible to play college baseball. So oh, at wow. Ole Miss, he played football. While he was playing for Padres at the same time. Thank you, wonky MLB rules. Let's see if I can get it. All right, last one. Player number five. He's from Grand Island, New York. He was All-State senior year. He played basketball. He was a long jumper and a high hurdler. He went to Toledo.
0: Logan Logan Woodside. Played
2: all four years. What? 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 What?
0: We have another guy from Toledo on our team. <laughs> we do.
2: And he played all four years. Chester Rogers. Nope. He played two years at the Broncos and started for them. Oh, shoot. He's a three-time pro bowler. What? One one team all pro <laughs> and one-time second team all pro. What?
0: Who, who played for the Broncos. He played for the Broncos Is for two he? years before he got cut. Hold Defensive on. Defensive
1: player. Uh... Jack Rabbit Jenkins.
0: No, 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 no. Hold who, is, on. who is an all
1: pro? Uh, what?
0: Is he a special oh, teamer? Oh, Warren
1: Cox. No. That would have been great.
0: That would have been great.
1: Dude, who is this? We have an all pro?
0: He went all pro. <laughs> we have an all pro on our
1: team? <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Um,
1: I can't. Is that it? Is that it? This is one I might give I away
2: just because it's fun.
1: What would you say? I is it, give a, this one is it a special teamer?
2: Is he an all-pro special teamer? I'm just going to say it. All I right, won. just tell us. Brett Kern. He played oh for the Broncos? Gosh. Played for the Broncos for two years. How about that? I
1: Brett Kern as yeah, well when sure I said Morgan Cox.
0: I did not know he played for the Broncos.
2: Poor yep. showing. He actually was very good for the Broncos. They just kind of caught him out of the blue almost.
1: Well, thank, thank you, Broncos. Thank for you, that. Broncos. Yeah. Because Brett Kern is one of the best punters in the league, if not the best. Yep. Uh, so that is the
2: game. That well, right. was
1: that was fun. I I uh, you know what? No, that wasn't fun. Because <laughs> that was terrible.
0: Yeah, JG, you need to really do some some research for our soul next searching. game. I got to do some. Soul I don't know searching. if you can call yourself a Titans fan for the next thirty minutes after I, that one.
1: I'm going to have to make it up to y'all, and I really I'm I'm really sorry for that for that showing. Um, but with that, I believe. I, it's a podcast. We're getting to the end. We're getting to the end of the episode. We appreciate uh Primetime Tony and uh, Anna Glen Grove for calling in. And prime time,
0: Anna Glen Grove.
1: Primetime Anna <laughs> Glen Go- Grove. I you can guarantee they're having a prime time Titan day. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, are we. We. Uh,
2: uh, and and we've
0: so are we. And so are you. I hope we've got our season preview coming up now. Coming out next week. Mm-hmm. Um, we have some rumblings of potentially a former Titans player coming on the podcast to co-host with
1: us. A little rumblings.
0: Yep. We're not going to drop any names until, you know, things are finalized, but there's a little, uh, little apple for you, you guys to chase, little carrot. <laughs> if you guess it correctly. If you guys chase apples, that if is. If you guess
1: it correctly, good for you. We don't necessarily have anything for you, but good for you. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Petty, <laughs> you got any one last uh, parting words for us? Anything for us.
2: Uh I am having a Primetime Titans day and I'm <laughs> excited for a Primetime Titan week.
1: And a primetime uh, time Titan season, baby.
0: <laughs> Pet it. We've got a big fantasy football draft coming up tonight.
1: Oh yeah. Big well, how draft, are we feeling? How are we feeling? Uh feeling good.
2: Have not done as much research as normal years, but I'm excited and uh if you guys want to follow along on Prime Time Titans Instagram, John Garrett is talking about going live on there and uh, keeping us updated. Uh, we had a we had a listener some humor for everybody. We had a list.
0: Real quick before we go, we had a listener mailbag submitted question: Are there any fantasy relevant players besides Tannehill, Julio, AJ, and Derek Henry?
2: Oh, that's right. That was that was an excellent question, and the answer to that was no, <laughs> because. <laughs> You basically just excluded the entire offense. <laughs> <laughs> would you also name any other year that a Titans that you could say that? Hey, exclude two wide receivers, the running back and the quarterback and the quarterback. That's a good point. And We're honestly, not- even if you got the tight end, you'd probably be pretty average. Thinking <laughs> about drafting Anthony Furkser? I wouldn't necessarily draft him, but I mean Maybe stream him. If he was late, late, I would yeah.
0: consider it. But do you anticipate playing the Titans defense ever this year?
2: Wow against the Titans that is a much harder question um maybe a stream I'm actually not fully out on the titans defense. I'm not either I think from what I heard Kevin Bayard said that this year they should be he already feels like they're going to be much much better with having a coordinator. He mm-hmm. already can feel that difference in the team chemistry and having that authority figure um Our team is also kind of full of turnover guys like I think we're not going to necessarily get sacks, but turnovers and touchdowns are kind of. Things we're a little bit better at. Love that. So I'm not going to rule it out, but I wouldn't that. definitely would not draft them.
0: Well, there you go. We'll, uh there you have it. We'll have to update you guys There's on if, little... if Pettit and I got any Titans players in our fantasy draft this time. Yeah, tonight. we
1: will. We will definitely update you. We might, we might even update you on their full teams. Maybe uh, maybe have you grade them. Um, these two guys, they're. It's an auction draft. They're pretty good at auction. They last year they ended up with a pretty solid team. Overpaid for
2: AJ. Overpaid. And underpaid
1: for DeAndre Hopkins. Hey. <laughs> It averages out. Um, well, I appreciate y'all listening in. and uh, Have a primetime day. And you have a primetime Titan <laughs> day.
0: I'm JG. And I am Robert Brown. I'm Pettit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we thank
2: y'all. We're out. I'm stuck in Prison.
0: And time keeps dragging on.